0: Did you miss your favorite WXVU show? Have no fear, because every single WXVU show is available on demand. You heard that right, every single show. Search WXVU on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and you'll find archives of all of our weekly shows. It's
1: another reason why this truly is the greatest semester in the history of Villanova's v 891 The Roar.
0: Hello everybody and thank you for listening to WXVU The Roar 89.1. And now thank you for turning in tuning into my show Take a Wild Guess with Taline. For anyone who's new here, Take a Wild guess with Halleen is a sports broadcasting for the non-sports fan. 1 p.m. Sundays is when you can tune in to hear me host a show where I, like many before and after me, watch and commentate on the Villanova Wildcats basketball season. The twist is that I know next to nothing about basketball, and so I, along with any listeners who want to get more involved with our school's most popular sport but don't know where to start, will learn about basketball from guest co-hosts as the season goes on. And this week, we have a very special guest in Sophie. Would you like to introduce yourself, Sophie?
1: Sure. Um, good morning, everyone. My name is Sophie. Um, I'm a junior here at Villanova, and I'm part of the Villanova Band. And, and I go, oh, hello. Um, I'm Sophie. So I'm a junior here at Villanova, and I'm a member of the Villanova Univers- University Band, Um I play trombone, and I go to a lot of basketball games. I've been to pretty much every home basketball game for both men's and women's. And last year, I had the great opportunity to experience the postseason run for the men's um, team. And it it was a wild experience, and I came to Villanova with zero basketball knowledge. So it's really been a journey.
0: I love that, Sophie, because I think we have a good balance of someone with a lot of knowledge. But also, as you were just saying, you gained that knowledge after you came to Villanova. So we mm-hmm. have that learning curve that we really appreciate on an educational show like Take a Wild Guest. So true. Yes, <laughs> very much so. And mm-hmm. I think I'm going to reinstate one of our most hallowed traditions on this show and do our national anthem. Sophie has her hand over her heart, which I think is really incredible, actually, right now.
1: This is the best rendition of the national anthem, and I really think we should all respect that, so thank you, Tony. You're
0: welcome. I'm just giving it, like, it's hallowed light that it deserves. As you should. Thank you, Fergie. And we're back. What are some of your reflections as a special guest on Take a Wild Guest to our personal national anthem?
1: I am nothing but excited. And mm. I, I think that's a great way. Like, really, you're here to explain the basketball experience to the listeners. And we always start our basketball games with the national anthem. True. So I feel like this is so on brand. Um, Who and sings them? It like varies from okay. game to game. Um, we have a kind of like a rotation of like usual people. Um, usually for like sing every or, um, uh lift every voice and sing. We sing that before the national anthem, and that's usually from like a Villanova student, or we have Arch Palatine. Um, I don't Please know. Go into
0: Arch Palatine. Yeah. A so bit more. I was talking
1: to Talia about this earlier. Um, I don't. I'm. I think it's Arch Palatine. Could be Arch Palatine. I'm not too sure. Um, I've never spoken about his name to him in person but i have met him (laughs) a few times oh my god really oh my gosh yeah so he usually sings lift every voice and sing at the wells fargo games um and And he It's for amazing. Him and you. Yeah, it, yeah, it really is amazing. He he, his voice is incredible. He sounds amazing. He sang the national anthem, I think, a few times too. Wow. Um, and usually for the Wells Fargo games, um, the Villanova Spirit Squad, if you will, which is um, band, dance, and cheer, we get dressing rooms in like the underground, the underbelly of Wells Fargo, if you will, which truly is an honor because I went to Wells Fargo last year to see Harry Styles and I was like this is where Harry Styles had his dressing room and now I'm there. Wow. I'm there with my trombone like I, I am playing Wells Fargo similar to how Harry and many other artists do.
0: That's a very good point. I think you're on the same level musically artistically as Harry Styles. Honestly surpassing. I, as I, I think I would agree. Yes. Yeah
1: as a as a D1 trombonist I exactly. take my job very seriously. A D1 boner. Yes a D1 boner if you will. Um I <laughs> I I take my job very seriously and it's like some moments it kind of hits you that like wow I have this really cool experience and really like I essentially am just a band kid who now gets to experience these very cool things from Villanova um we don't even have a music department <laughs> I'm not planning to play trombone that much once I graduate um and it's just some days I like and very thankful because it's kind of a wild ride, um, especially when you're in these like dressing rooms at Wells Fargo. I'm like, this is so cool. Um, but when we go to the dressing rooms, they have like little signs on each door that say like who the dressing rooms are for. Um, I've seen many a wildcat's headless, which is such a frightening sight. Oh, um, I don't like that. Yeah, it kind of takes away like the mystery of wildcat when yes. you're backstage with him. Um, we had one wildcat in. Connecticut for the women's Big East tournament, and he refused to take his head off. Which, That's like, how it should be done. Mad respect. We So we stayed like 30 minutes away from Mohican Sun, which is uh, the casino that had the arena where um, mm-hmm. the basketball game was. And the women's team and pretty much everyone else stayed at the casino in the um, hotels there. However, Spirit Squad has a limited budget. Uh, mm. here at Villanova. so That's we, surprising
0: and disappointing. I think it should be unlimited.
1: It, uh, I agree wholeheartedly <laughs> because we really put the most into our basketball teams, especially the men's team primarily. And they usually get really nice accommodations when we travel. And um, frequently, we have to stay at different hotels, which is just really awkward.
0: Yeah. And then... Um, that's, a, that's a very interesting image. Yeah. I want everyone to have that in your mind. The Spirit Squad, who, in a sense are the people who keep the show going for the numerous breaks Mm -hmm. that the basketball boys take all the time. (laughs) Yes. And they have to stay in a totally different hotel.
1: Yeah, so Mm. we stayed in the same hotel for Final Four um, in New Orleans and then the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight in San Antonio. Um, But again... It took a while for us to get there, and that's very much a um, <laughs> rare situation that happens. I mean, granted, Villanova basketball has been good, so we have made a lot of um, far postseason runs in the recent time period. But like, Final Four is kind of a big deal, so I- I'm glad that we were in the same hotel as the team. But for um, for like the Big East tournament. For when we were in um, Pittsburgh for the round of 64 and 32, we were not in the same hotel. And it's awkward because we usually play for the team, like, leaving the hotel and for, like, the alumni events. So we always have to, like, get transportation to the hotel, which just, it would be easier if we were staying there. But um, it's interesting. So back to what I was saying about the Wildcat um <laughs> the headless one no yeah, the not headless the non-headless one. Headless okay. one so this was in connecticut and so um women's team pretty much everyone was staying at um the arena we were staying like 30 minutes away in new london connecticut and um i'm like decently familiar with the area because i'm from around there and um we so we had a like pretty long bus ride back and of course there's like traffic and stuff and it's like decently late at night and we get on the bus and we like we're like underground and they park our buses like underneath the arena and everyone loads. And so you see the other mascots like taking off their costumes or I don't, I I'm sorry if I offended any will out there. I feel like there's an official term other than costume. So um,
0: maybe uniform.
1: Yeah. Uniform Mm -hmm. seems more appropriate and respectful. So I apologize for that. Um, Most other mascots were taking off their uniforms and um, Wildcat just didn't. Like mad respect. So, Willy Cat gets on the bus, yeah. And we're on a coach bus, which is like there's a good amount of room, but not that much room if you're a wildcat. Um, and so he was sitting in the um, one of the first like three rows. So, so you're just like staring ahead on the bus as you do, and you just see Willy Cat sitting in a seat. You just see like the silhouette of like this large cat head with ears, and um, that it was hard to keep it, it together. It hyped you up is what i yeah although the game was over (laughs) and we were leaving to go back to the hotel it hyped me up i guess had you won or lost this game we won we won thank god um i think if we lost it may have been a different scenario because i think we would have just been going right back to villanova yeah um because for some scenarios we either stay depending on the time we either stay the night or we just go right back to villanova so after we that depends on if you
0: win or lose that's interesting yeah if Mm -hmm. when
1: we lost the um the women's game for the final of the Big East tournament, we went right back to Villanova. And at this Mm -hmm. point it's like 10 PM and we're all like dead tired and phones are dead. And we then had to make the like four hour trek back to Villanova, which was not fun, but it, it is what it is. We are at least like we could sleep on the buses and stuff. Um, and they usually do it also to try and get us back for classes and stuff. If this is like a Sunday, obviously night like less important and stuff. Yeah. yeah. The less important things I have to do at Villanova like attend my classes. classes. Yes. Yeah. But that leads
0: into one of my other questions for you. How imperative, be honest, is the band to a wildcats win?
1: I think really, really imperative. Okay. Give me so reasons. That's what I was assuming. I I'm pretty active on basketball Twitter. Okay. And um, Big East basketball Twitter is unlike anything I've ever experienced. Okay, um, people Give us get,
0: newbies, like an introduction. Yeah,
1: so people get really uh, riled up, and there's like many characters you encounter. Um, so personally, my favorite person on Twitter, my t- tweeter, my favorite tweeter, I guess. Yes, I don't. I don't I'm just going to say person on Twitter <laughs> um, is um, Eric Dixon Senior, mm-hmm. Eric Dixon's father. Um, okay, the beloved number. 34 oh dear um center the best big man in the big east in my opinion eric dixon um lovely game last night or last yesterday afternoon um he put up like 30 plus points against creighton um totally demolished cock who is the center for 43 okay 43 you were you were close okay yeah Mm -hmm. the numbers are in my head just a little mixed around um Anyway, so Eric Dixon appreciation, but back to his father, the most mm-hmm. important, um, who his, should get the respect? Yeah, yes, <laughs> he's. I I don't even know what his handle is, but his like name on Twitter is Eric Dixon parentheses the dad so you <laughs> don't confuse them. Um, I like that. He is like a. I've met him in person, which I'll talk about a little bit later. Um, traveling with the basketball team means that we are traveling with their families. That's adorable. Um, they're the kindest thing. Like I think you kind of like almost like assume that the whole like attitude and like the especially last year with Jay Wright and like having the mentality of like being a good person first and then like playing basketball second was like a facade it's not a facade like I can honestly That's say yeah and it's it is like very like heartening to kind of know that like they for the most part from my experiences they have been really good people um and their families are very good people um so i i the dixon family has been so kind they're so supportive of the band they're always cheering us on um fun fact eric dixon used to play baritone horn i think in like middle school or elementary school something like that so like respect for a man in low brass i am a fellow low brass player so like i get it um obviously like a take
0: a while guest exclusive and i don't think we've had one of those yeah oh my
1: gosh yeah i don't even know who knows this information eric dixon used to be (laughs) hey it was a french horn no no baritone baritone horn what's the difference um so french horn french horn's like more of like a middle brass okay um so it goes a little bit higher yeah uh, baritone horn is low brass so it's like a trombone apologies to my baritone horn players out there i don't mean to um be disrespectful to you guys but it's like a less silly trombone Ooh, like you're playing the same notes in the same range as a trombone except you have valves instead of a slide I love that analogy though because I think it
0: really fits into what you were saying where you were like the band is imperative to a Wildcats win but Mm -hmm. I think we could also perhaps make the argument that like the Wildcats are imperative to a Wildcats win and in that sense Dixon's baritone horn is (laughs) (laughs) to basketball what the band is to a win yes yes (laughs) his baritone horn is to your trombone Mm. what the actual basketball players are to the band
1: Yes, I think a
0: more serious, equally yeah. important part yes.
1: of an overall Wildcats win. That is an amazing analogy. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, wow. That's why
0: they give me the mic. Yeah.
1: Wow. <laughs> that, you know what? That's such a good way to put it. it. Eric Dixon, if you're listening, I think you should take note of that. Maybe like tell Kyle Neptune to use it um, when you guys are like hyping each other up in the huddle. Um, yeah, I think the band really provides like the much needed silliness, but same amount of seriousness um, to the games. Um, and so basically on Twitter, I made the argument that, um, do you want to drop your Twitter? There's no need, but yeah, it's, um, sauce from boss. Um, (laughs) 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 okay. It's like, it's short from Sauston from Boston. So that's really um, cool. It's like like that S a U S, um, from boss B O S. Um, I'm not from Boston, but I'm from Connecticut. So close enough. New England counts. Yeah. 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 I'm like, it, it rhymes with my name. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's my Twitter. Um and I I so in for Thanksgiving break, the cats usually travel to some sort of like tournament situation, like preseason, um playing people who usually aren't in our conference, like kind of get like a little warm up for the season. Um and it's over Thanksgiving break so we don't have school, so they usually play like I don't know, three or four games. They they keep going until they lose and then there's usually like a losers bracket. Um so this year we were out in Oregon, I believe. Um Wow. I've never been to Oregon. Is it just yeah, nice? I I've never been and I think I could have gone this year if they brought the band. Um I'm gonna be honest. There were some bands there. I don't know if they were local bands or what the situation was with that. Um I know. I think Creighton was playing in Hawaii. Wow. And, yeah, so I ended up meeting some members of the Creighton band when I was at Big East Tournament last year. And so I texted them, and I'm like, hey, are you guys in Hawaii right now? Because I think if I could argue that the Creighton band is there, maybe we could travel with the Wildcats. Um, They were not there, though. So (laughs) I I think Creighton's kind of uh, has the same mentality as Villanova where they – don't always send the band to things but
0: but. I like what that reveals about your mentality where I think again it it supports your initial statement that the band is imperative to a Mm -hmm. Wildcats win in the fact that you were ready to like use that connection with the Creighton band to further like the band's reason to go to a wildcats game yes. like you, mm-hmm. you're you're working you're moving you're making sure mm-hmm. that the band is where it needs to be i like yeah
1: that. i i i would love to advocate for the band especially mm-hmm. like with the university because i think it is our job like makes a difference and we did not win out in oregon
0: well and... that's a, that's a good <laughs> that's a good thing to keep in everyone's mind and mm-hmm. you know what sophie i almost wish i thought of this before but i would love for someone to create like a data set that shows Mm -hmm. how many times the band was at a Villanova game mm -hmm. how many times they won how many times they lost
1: yeah I I think that I think that would be a Mm -hmm. really good thing to do I'll get us some significant I'll get on that maybe this afternoon excellent um um, (laughs) any statistics
0: people out there
1: anyone (laughs) yeah anyone I I just I was a math major and I'm not anymore so if anyone back there in that department wants to get on it um that would be helpful I um yeah, so I made this argument um, in the beginning of the season because at this point, the only games that we had won were when the villain of a band was there. And well, I mean... Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I, I, I don't have... Again, I don't have the statistics on me, but there was at some point in the season where I was like, huh. That's some, big. Some may argue that we have a new coach and this is a rebuilding year and we had a lot of injuries. We discussed that last week. We did. Um, yeah, although mm, the band plays a major part. I think really I think I think we have to go back to this point so I tweeted and I was like hey tagged Mark Jackson the athletic director um so what I'm seeing is that the Wildcats win when the band is there we haven't won maybe we should go to this like Thanksgiving tournament next year um because it may or may not be in the Bahamas and I have to join the band. That's actually what this is all about. <laughs> so, so true. Not only would I love to be in the Bahamas, but really I think that this would, uh, um, more importantly, I think it would help the Wildcats win. Yes. And what did he say? Um, he didn't reply. Oh. Um, however. you said it was um, Mark Anthony the. Uh, Mark Jackson. Jackson. The lovely athletic director. Um, okay. We'll have to get him on the show. We have to Yeah, press you him know what we question. do? And I think I would like to hear his opinions on the band. Um. I think that would be an interesting conversation to have. Um, But my lovely, lovely band director, Beth, I love her with my whole heart. She liked my tweet, retweeted it. She was like, yes, Sophie, this is such a good idea. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, glad we're on the same page. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, again, Eric Dixon's dad liked it. And he always supports the band. So I really think we could get behind this. If like... You're getting the movers and shakers listening to the voices that need to be listened to. Precisely. Yeah. And um, then we like flash back to like a week or two later we're back we're at wells fargo we had the big game against oklahoma everyone thought we were gonna lose we won ben is there ben is playing wells fargo we are filling wells fargo with our beautiful sound
0: that's again i want somebody to be like creating this data set please mm-hmm. i wish i had interns I yeah I was, exactly like, on this exactly it's this important um,
1: yeah and so i like i retweeted my previous um message i quote tweeted it and i was like hey guys guess what? We just won a big game and you know who was there. Like, I don't even have to say it at this point. You already know. Um, and again, this got some more traction, maybe like 15 likes, which is pretty big for me. That's pretty Um, big on basketball band Twitter. Yeah. A few retweets again, like my director, Beth, the Dixons like my my supporting squad yes um so really I'm a big proponent and all to your let the band fans travel. from take a wild guess obviously oh yeah absolutely so Please. like if
0: you, if you can't tell Sophie's where you need to be getting your basketball news app
1: yeah I I tweet mm-hmm. a pretty good amount um there you go my tweets range from selfies of the trombone section to try and get on the jumbotron to like serious observations about the game yes there's no in between Um, Have they ever gotten on the Jumbotron? Oh yes!
0: Oh yes! Okay. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Because I have noticed.
0: I forget if I mentioned this last week, but during the various like carnival games that happen with who's the who's the guy who does it? I, you just told me the name uh, before. Arch the Valentine.
1: MC. Oh, Jimmy J. Jimmy
0: J. Oh my gosh, who I love was Jimmy J. Excellent. Jay. He he really brought the energy he, up. But yeah. between his sets, there was like on the jumbotron various mm-hmm. tweets about the game. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you guys, if you ever want to like get that hit of like dopamine of like mm-hmm. feeling like you're, like, you're famous. Mm -hmm. really easily tweet about villanova basketball during the game because those tweets have like three like notes or whatever it is like three replies and i think it's an achievable goal for a huge payoff
1: yeah you're on the jumbotron at wells fargo which is so cool exactly Um, such a great experience and i think kind of going back to the Entertainment during these games. So Jimmy J is at all home games Mm -hmm. um, and Wells Fargo games for both men's and women's. And same with DJ 007. Okay. So I don't know if you're familiar with DJ 007. I'm not familiar with DJ 007. Um, 007. The best DJ ever um him and Jimmy J are an amazing duo I like can't say enough how much they support the spirit squad and how much we love them back um they are just well they
0: sound like they're part of the spirit squad
1: they are you know what yeah they are part of the spirit squad we like we love them we we gave them band pep jerseys oh my goodness Um, we were like they need it they're part of us um and they are just so much fun DJ 007 is always there to get the hype he plays the usual like Swag surfing, put in the cats, like, all his, like, usual, like, Villanova basketball experiences. Excellent. Um, he, sadly, was not at the game this weekend because he was um, DJing for the Big East, I think, swimming tournament? Women's swimming wow. and diving tournament. Um, so, I mean, he's a busy man. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to get him. But interdisciplinary yeah exactly and we had him for our our formal um I think it was like the student performing arts formal yeah he dj'd that and um he just he knows how to get the uh, crowd riled up and they're so essential to the game as well like I think that that just like brings the whole environment and I actually I went to my first NBA game ever last Mm -hmm. night um Celtics versus Sixers yes um, so my apologies to the Sixers fans out there. Celtics won. I'm a big Celtics fan. So it was, it was a big day for me. It was um, an, an interesting end to the game um, for sure. But it was a cool experience and also kind of threw me off because they play music like during the NBA games and like you don't see that on TV. But when you're there, they're playing music like while they're actively playing, Oh, which they very much don't do during college basketball.
0: I wonder so, why. Is that like a distracting type? That's what my assuming, mind is. Yeah. And
1: like I even had a hard time focusing at the NBA game because they're playing like these chants and these cheers and whatever and like music. And I think that was like throwing me off and kind of distracting from the game. But again, like is on a whole different level of like providing a more entertainment experience mm-hmm. compared to college basketball. Um I mean they don't know Jimmy J. Exactly. They had they did have an MC though. He was okay. off brand Jimmy J though. Mm. Um yeah i i think jimmy jay would have enhanced that experience so sixers so well. if you want to get on that <laughs> um it was uh it was a it was a, it was a it, I can't oh my gosh um it was it was an interesting experience I hope jimmy J
0: gets a promotion after this
1: episode <laughs> specifically i love jimmy J. I i like i can't even um also okay this is so random but um I don't know if you've seen, they're like these big chain necklaces, like chunky, like plastic chains with like a big V on the oh, bottom. Oh, yeah. And they have it. You could There's buy it. a little kid
0: wearing one of them. And I really like that.
1: Yeah. So you could buy them for like professional teams. And I think maybe the Noble bookstore has them. I don't know. But um, my friend Coco, who I play trombone with, he and I think some of his friends, other people in band, I'm not really sure, 3D printed them. Oh my goodness. And Coco always wears it during games, and then he 3D printed one for Jimmy J, and so Jimmy J would wear it, and it was just, like, so much fun and so cool to hype up the crowd. That's so awesome.
0: I love that.
1: It's just, like, such a good, like, camaraderie, because we all get it that, like, we're here to hype up the crowd, and, like, Mm -hmm. comparing it to NBA games, like, they have people where this is their full-time job to like hype up the crowd and to have like music going during the game and stuff but like for us it's all produced by the students Mm -hmm. and it's just like i have so much appreciation for our spirit squad and for other colleges spirit squads because like we're not getting paid we don't have scholarships we can't get nil deals Mm -hmm. um we are sort of like part of student performing arts but also kind of part of athletics we're like a weird hybrid so there's a lot of rules and I'm also on our social media slash publicity team for the band and so there's like a lot of opportunities we get to either like partner with brands or do different things that we can't accept because of university rules that kind of that's a what are your opinions on those rules I I so I don't I think this just goes with NIL where I think um can so N- yeah so know. nil is um name image and likeness that's like the acronym and it basically like the rules just were in place last year where student athletes could start changing right yeah. yeah student and this was like part big part of like jay wright retiring because mm. it is going to completely change the world of uh college sports because it is there's all these like changed rules about how players can take sponsorships and use their name image and likeness to their advantage to make money or whatever and like um sponsor like just be sponsored for brands promote things etc on their social medias whatever so they like can use this as a job and kind of like help transition between like not just like the stark um like college basketball, you play for your school, you represent your school, any like any money that's being made off of your name goes to your school to now you can profit off of that. So it's like moving more towards the professional world. Mm-hmm. Um, I I support it because our student athletes put in a lot of work. And if you have the like name, image and likeness to make enough money to like actually get these deals, then like by all means, you should be getting the money. Yeah. Um, my stance on it, though, is that if you're still getting scholarships from Villanova, Maybe like take those down a little bit and use the money you're making from your uh, NIL deals to pay for your Villanova tuition Um, because we have people like our spirit squads where we don't get scholarships and we are still putting in a lot of effort and we also can't get NIL deals. Mm -hmm. Um, So I can't like promote a brand or be sponsored and be like, yeah, I'm a D1 trombonist buy this valve oil or buy this slide oil (laughs) like i don't know like it's used by me sophie and i played at the final four last year and you're obviously clearly this is a good slide very well
0: versed in like the realm of spirit squad and hyping up a crowd and like the professional world that that is yeah and i feel like you could bring that expertise to an nil deal
1: true and i'm i'm an econ major and i'm like i'm ready to capitalize on this opportunity um to use my human capital of being a D1 trombonist, Mm -hmm. to my advantage. Speaking um... (laughs) of
0: capitalizing on opportunities, I'm going to read a white card for the next uh, minute or two.
1: (laughs) Yes. So,
0: we're going to pick a number from one to eight. Two. Two. All right. Number two is that WXVU is proud to be celebrating over two years of partnering with Philadelphia's Germantown Community Radio 92.9 WGGTLP to provide locally curated programming to our audience. Germantown radio shows... Uh, We are proud to feature include Planet Philadelphia, which focuses on environmental issues in our area, heard every Thursday at 9 a.m., and the Germantown Info Hub Radio Hour every Sunday at 9 a.m. For the full schedule of Germantown radio programming that you can hear on WXVU, visit our website at wxvu.org and that is from WXVU 89.1 The Roar. Thank you all for listening again, and if you want to listen to this uh, radio show, and you're not sure how, though I'm not sure how you'd be listening if you were not aware at the moment, or maybe you were on Spotify or something, you can go to WXVU.org and uh, listen via that avenue, and so I feel like we've covered a lot of really great topics, and I feel like this introduction of almost uh, even less silly concept of <laughs> NIL deals and stuff. Maybe my next question is, why do you think, um, like, cheerleading, other Spirit Squad members, like, band or um, – I don't even – even perhaps people who cover the shows on the radio mm. were left out of these NIL deal discussions because my show is a little bit silly. But I do know that there are a lot of students at WXVU mm. who host really serious and involved like sports shows and cover the actual game. So I feel like maybe they would also benefit from being able to take an NIL deal.
1: Yeah. So I don't know exactly what the university rules are regarding certain other roles like what they say about radio shows and stuff um because again like I don't know like I think phrasing wise like if you say it's like an internship or Mm -hmm. something um so there's definitely loopholes in that and I like take what I'm saying with a grain of salt because I'm not fully read up on these rules I just kind of know what's applicable to me Mm -hmm. um but I think because this is such a new thing, um, and because NIL deals just became a thing, like I think they have to start with college sports because like that's where the money is. Um, that makes sense. And like how it just blows my like professional sports blow my mind. Like the NBA, I like can't wrap my head around like how how much money in entertainment in like the industry is um, because you take something as not like simple because I feel like that's like kind of undervaluing it but like you take something as like something we all or most of us like know the concept slash enjoy like basketball or whatever sport Mm -hmm. and like there's so many Americans out there that or anyone in the world out there that like it's a very singular position yeah you have to be good at basketball and that is the basis yeah like Mm -hmm. it's like it's it's just interesting because it's like when you take it as like your job like Mm -hmm. it, most of us like are gonna have jobs, and like you're taking this, and it's like this whole industry, and it's like, and it's going into like the like entertainment industry, which is like a whole other section, because then when you get to like music and movies and all that stuff, and so it's just like it blows my mind that like sports is included in that entertainment industry and like all the big like big Hollywood things. Like it's just it absolutely blows my mind. But I think like how we transition like to NIL is starting with sports, and then I'm hoping from there like we could go to other other like disciplines um because this is so new and like we don't really know what the like full pros and cons are going to be um until we like see this play, we see this play out after a few years because it's i think I don't even know I feel like there was like a Syracuse player or something where like someone had um like, they really want to go to the school, but then they ended up going to a school that was, like, not as good of a program because they got, like, a huge sponsorship deal wow so like this is impacting like where you're going to college and where you're getting your education based on like the deals you're getting mm-hmm. um so I think that could like definitely change basketball programs and any sports programs because it's it, p- players are going to want to go where the money is rather than like the culture of the team and I think like this directly impacts Villanova because we're like known for having a really strong culture and uh, and
0: like, basketball team
1: yeah and basketball mm-hmm. team and I really hope that that's not going to change where people are going to either not want to go to Villanova because they're going to want to go somewhere else where there's more money. Um, because I think, like, from from what I've heard from, like, Kyle Neptune in the program and stuff, they want to keep the um, same culture and the attitude of, like, growing the players as people and giving them, like, our Villanova liberal arts education and, like, um, like the Augustinian values and, like, all the buzzwords that we use here at mm-hmm. Villanova, like, keeping that within the program rather than it just being, like... Um, all for the money and all like pumping out players to get to the final four and like the one and dones, um, which is like when a player commits to a school and then just plays there for one year and then goes to the NBA, which we're probably going to see with Cam Whitmore. Um, Mm. We personally, I don't want to see that from Villanova. I would rather have us like not going as far and not having a great record and like losing some games than losing the culture. Because I think like it's so appropriate, so appropriate for us. And like, as I was saying before, how like, these players are actually kind and they have good hearts and like their families are kind and they're all like, they've all bought into the program of like being a good person and growing and also playing basketball. And so I think like, I, I don't want to lose that over like money and just having like a team that could just run us to the final four and then they all go to the NBA and then we like bring in a bunch of new recruits and transfers and whatever. So I think, I think that's a really special take and I feel like I haven't heard that as much from
0: casual viewers of the basketball season yeah, this year. Mm-hmm.
1: And I it, it also helps that I'm on Twitter because yeah. there's, there's, <laughs> a, there's a lot of discussion on Twitter about this. Um, and it, it's just interesting because it's like something you don't think about when we're watching these games or like mm-hmm. when we see the players like in our classes. And like obviously I'm specifically talking about basketball but I know this is other sports as well. And like Villanova, like we're kind of known for our men's team. But I also think like our women's team is so good and they're so underrated. And I yeah, like. Talk a little
0: bit about the women's team because yeah. you go to all their games. Oh, as well.
1: they're amazing. And I, I have like beef with our student section because we show up for some games, but then other games, student sections dead. Like we had a game last week against Yukon and UConn has a very like prestigious women's program. And being from Connecticut, I grew up with that program and there's no professional sports teams in Connecticut. So everyone goes nuts for UConn. Oh. And um there are like former Yukon players that live in my town that people like go crazy for. Um Rebecca Lobo, who is one of the best like WNBA players and UConn players of like all time. Um coached my brother and everyone just like goes crazy for Yukon women rightfully so because they're such a good program and they were such a pioneer in women's sports over the years and um like Gina Oriema, their head coach um such like an advocate for women's sports and I think like that's been my personal experience and then coming to Villanova um we also have such an amazing program. I like. I love Denise Dillon. She's our coach. She's amazing. She played at Villanova. She's back here coaching. She's um, nominated for Coach of the Year. She absolutely deserves it 110%. Maddie Segris is nominated for National Player of the Year. Again, absolutely deserves it. Just broke our all-time scoring record, yeah, all men's and women's. That. It was excellent. Insane. Like, I can't. And also, Maddie is the kindest person in the world. I've talked to her, like, twice her just like walking around either backstage at Wells Fargo or at the Finn or whatever. So humble, so kind. She takes the time to talk to you. Like I'm, I'm just me with my trombone and I'm like, (laughs) Hey Maddie secrets, congratulations. I love you. Like you're amazing. And she's like, Oh my God, thank you. And I'm like, (laughs) she talked to me. Um, She's so humble and kind. And she always takes the time, especially like there was, um, I think a picture from after they played St. John's of her, Going up to this like mass group of like younger girls and just signing autographs, and that was so, so powerful sweet. because like you see the impact of her on like a younger generation Definitely. of like girls and then like who will be women who will like help just the world, and um, even at the UConn game, um, there was a. A younger girl, she had to be like 6, 7, was wearing a Paige Becker's jersey. And Paige Becker's is like one of the top players for UConn. She's out this season with an injury, but still very well-known. And she had a Paige Becker's UConn jersey on, and she went up to Maddie Segrist to get the jersey signed. Which wow. was so cool because it's like – for women's sports, I feel like it's so much different than, than men's sports, and specifically with basketball because it's about – There's so much more of, like, we still have to, like, bring up the programs and, like, help push the programs to get the recognitions they deserve. And it's so much more about, like, (laughs) empowering and supporting women so we get, like, to where the men are in their recognition, like, Mm -hmm. in the media and just in general, that, like, you could cross team boundaries to, like, where it's, like,
0: no six-year-old little boy would go up to –
1: like like dixon with a with like a jersey yeah exactly and so that it's just it's so powerful because it's so much more of like a culture of like empowering just like women in general which i know this is like this is like kind of going off track and is also like a little dramatic but like (laughs) in terms of like the game specifically from my perspective like we we say certain chants during the men's games like for example um when the um other team is like getting called and they're all like running out onto the court. Uh we turn our backs and we say the word sucks. So they'll be like I don't know, Bob Joe from Providence and we'd say sucks. And then they say the coach and we say he sucks too or like whatever. And at the women's game we're not allowed to say that. We're not allowed to turn around. Oh, and wow. then I yeah. wonder who made that rule. Well, so it's I don't know who enforces it slash how it started, but I know it's my band director and, like, Beth. the general... Yeah, Beth mm-hmm. and, like, the general spirit squad. And then at women's games, um, we also... Or at men's games, when uh, the other team fouls one of our players, we usually say, like, he sucks or you suck or whatever. And then during women's games, we either say, Ayo, or attitude, or, like, something. And it's, like, it goes along with a chant, so it's, like, a um, kind of, like, there's a cadence to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were, like... I like that slight differentiation
0: because it's, you're not saying, oh, we can't be negative at all during a women's game. Like there's still a yeah. the competition level there.
1: Yeah. But it's a little
0: bit less like personally assaulting.
1: Yeah. And so we, like at first I was almost offended by it because yeah. I was like, why can't we like be equally aggressive. Yeah, be equally as aggressive and disrespectful to the women that we are to the men. However, what I realized, and I think what a lot of people don't realize, the actual reason is because of the audience and the people that are spectating the women's games. So the reason why we yeah, the reason why we do it is because the men's games, there's so many people there. Majority are adults and students. Okay. And it's so packed that you can't hear what we're saying for the most part. Like it's so loud in there that like you can't really it's just a lot of like noise. You can't always differentiate like what the actual like words we're saying are. Rather at a women's game, because we don't have that much of a student section and because we don't have that many adults or like season ticket holders or like people there you could hear what we're saying and Mm. it's like very much audible and like you could like and it might
0: be more of like the little girls who show up to like watch
1: maddie secret yeah and the like the primary um like demographic of the people at the women's games are younger girls um a lot of times like elementary school basketball teams Mm. and so many families yeah which is so great to see because i like i remember when i was younger like i also like would go with my family or with my friends and we'd like go to the Yukon women and um and like that has a lot like a lot bigger of a crowd because they are like such a pre- prestigious program um in the past and kind of have that legacy um but like we need to start building the legacy with um the wildcat women and i think just going back to the um, the the chance that we say mm-hmm. it's it's just it's primarily because of the younger audience we have. So it like, really doesn't sense. it really doesn't have to do with the players. It's the younger audience. So I think like people get really upset as in like why can't we be like the same amount of aggressive towards women? It's not that it's the audience there, and that like just goes to show that like That's how a good point too, important. I've heard
0: like when I went to the game, I heard the band when they were playing, but I don't actually remember you guys doing the chance. As much yeah. I just don't think
1: I heard that. Yeah, it's just like it's mm-hmm. like in the beginning when they like um when they bring out the other team and then mm-hmm. it's like when they make fouls. Um and then like I don't know, our student section doesn't have that, that many chance. Like for our offensive <laughs> chance, it's like let's go Nova and then for like really clever. our defensive yeah, we go defense. Or <laughs> we just go, Oh mm-hmm. and it's like, well, first of all, the nation needs to get on that because we I think we could be a little more creative mm-hmm. um with our chance. Um What are your and, thoughts on the nation? Um hmm so are they part of the spirit squad n- technically not so oh, okay. the nation yeah the nation is like different than our spirit squad because mm-hmm. like band dance and cheer are very much coordinated on like the songs we play and like when dance goes out when cheer goes out etc um the nation i think um does a really good job in the sense of like um having like for like when we had like a whiteout game they had like the rally towels um and then they like will have different posters and things and they oh my god for the one of the previous women's games this week, it was like star Wars themed and they had this insane poster of like, it was like a star Wars theme. Like the center was like Maddie Segrist in the like meditation stance. Like she was using the force and she was like levitating and it was so cool. And there was like, garogu slash baby yoda was on it and they all had like lightsabers government name yeah (laughs) oh sorry i don't know if this is appropriate for a radio show but um baby yoda um (laughs) for anyone who's uneducated out
0: there yeah sorry i'm
1: i'm kind of a mandalorian fan i think the new season's coming out this is side okay um (laughs) anyway um but it was like cool because they like photoshopped like i don't know like i don't know if it was like christina Dulcie, but like instead of a basketball it was like a um one of the Star Wars like robots I don't even know <laughs> I'm not a Star Wars fan that much um but it was it was such a cool poster so they have like very cool things like that like the big giant like heads and cutouts they have of like Father Peter, Nicki Minaj, I Kyle Neptune, hilarious they're but the best. If I don't see Nicki at a game I'm upset. Yeah I'm like wow well, where's Nikki this is like the most important (laughs) part of the game um and so I think like that's very cool and I think we definitely like have a few like kind of token students who are like very serious and get very hyped and I have so much respect for them um Mm -hmm. because they're doing that all on their own and they're like going out there and supporting the cats and bringing the energy and like sometimes like I'll admit I'm at these games. There are some games. I am so tired. I'm not bringing the energy. Like, mm-hmm. sorry, cats. So you are but performing. You're yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm still performing. I'm still playing my trombone. Well, mm-hmm. I just like in terms of like yelling and screaming and jumping. I it's like a Tuesday night. I have like a <laughs> midterm. I'm like, I'm really not in the mood. But like, I'm still there and I'm still like giving it my all. But like, there are some students out there that are there like every game giving it their all. I love that. Um, there's someone named Ryan. I, I don't know Ryan's last name. I'm so sorry. Um, I follow you on Twitter and you're always there hyping up the crowd. Jimmy Jane, DJ 007, know him because he's like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so mad respect to him. Um, you so know what, let's
0: find, if you can find Ryan's Twitter. Yes. I'm going to read another white card, but we'll get back to that real <laughs> fast. So. This one is Goodness Bowls are a proud supporter of WXVU, a one-stop shop for healthy eating. Located minutes from campus, Goodness Bowls offer a wide variety of smoothies, bowls, juices, salads, wraps, toasts, and much more. Goodness Bowls is open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday and 8 a.m. to 3 3. p.m., 3.30 p.m. on Sunday. Goodness Bowls can also be ordered online at goodnessbowls.com or on Uber Eats, DoorDash, and Grubhub. Nova Bucks are accepted. Goodness Bowls is located in the Villanova Plaza on Lancaster Avenue, right next to Starbucks. Excited. Huge and chance. also, sorry if it sounds like I'm shivering. I am, because somebody left the window open in the studio, and it is February, so it's freezing.
1: <laughs> True. Um, I just got a new follower on Twitter. If you're listening, thank you so much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I told you, this is the, actually the only reason Sophie's here is to promote her own Twitter. <laughs> oh my goodness though you are providing a lot of really good information for everyone listening i think that this is our most educational episode yet and we do Uh, really do strive for a perfect
1: balance of silliness and education i am so honored um yeah thank you thank you for having me i think my my whole motto in life is a good balance of silliness and education correct correct Um, (laughs) i can't find i think it's ryan hartnett i feel like his last name starts with an h Um, okay um you could find him on Twitter pretty easily if you mm-hmm. just, like, go to the Nova tweets. Like, on Twitter, and, um, if you're unfamiliar, you could just, like, search Villanova basketball, and then you mm-hmm. just get, like, all the tweets relating. Um, He'll be up there. He'll be up yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really good... Um, and again, like, if you're still, like... That's kind of how I started with, like, getting to know basketball was, like... I would go on Twitter and I would search Villanova basketball. That's
0: really good advice. I I appreciate you mentioning that because that really is the niche of our audience at least. Like people who don't know where to start.
1: Yeah. So I've had such a weird journey. Um, I'm also – Speak more on your journey. Yes. uh, Thank you. So (laughs) uh, for context, um, zero idea of basketball getting to Villanova. Um, My younger brother, Gavin, is Mm – I love Gavin. Oh, he's such a character. He's, gosh – 14 um <laughs> he's a he's a freshman in high school and he is a huge sports fan mm-hmm. every sport ever loves basketball <laughs> plays basketball um loves it he wants to be like a broadcaster when he's older that's wants so cool. to like be like a sports reporter he loves it and like him and my dad like that's like the main thing they bond over mm-hmm. is just like talking about sports practicing their broadcasting like gavin mm-hmm. will like narrate a game we got get him on the MTV. radio oh absolutely yes. he would be a character to a half um and he shout out to my brother Brian. He was not a big sports fan. We bonded over not watching sports when I was younger. <laughs> um, but uh, so I like would always just like hear Gavin and my dad just like going off and talking. And they're they're big Syracuse fans. Obviously, we were UConn fans. Not anymore. Um, now that <laughs> now that I'm at Villanova, UConn is beat out in the house. Um, mm-hmm. But it and we're Boston sports fans. So again, like Celtics, et cetera, Patriots for other sports. Um, but uh, so i kind of like grew up with gavin always nagging me about like wanting to watch games with him and i was like gavin i don't want to do this and then i like wish i did because i feel like that would have prepared me but also like it, i was not about that in high school and i i played sports but i none of which were basketball which i get that question a lot because i'm like, 5'11", mm-hmm. and people are, like, genuinely surprised that I didn't play basketball, <laughs> and I was like, well... What sports did you play? Um, I played field hockey, Ooh, swimming, and... Oh, no way! No, wait, I just That's really simple. brief s-
0: segment away from basketball, but I have <laughs> to say okay. this. My signature move for field hockey, I played it for, like, three wow. years in middle school, and I was okay at it. Like, mm-hmm. I liked running, I like aggression, mm-hmm. but, like, I was not the most coordinated. Mm-hmm. But the way that I... It was it was genuinely crazy. They should make a movie about this. So Love, <laughs> I I'm on it. Was like, how can I think outside of the box and mm-hmm. do good for my team? Mm-hmm. And I realized that if you are charging at the ball mm-hmm. and you start screaming at the top uh, of mm-hmm. your lungs, not anything aggressive to other people, mm-hmm. just alarmist, yeah, like screaming yeah, really loudly, mm-hmm. other girls will pause, look around, I and then you. <laughs> for some reason they can (laughs) and then you can get the ball and then we scored wow Wow. and it got to a point where obviously like by like the third time i would do that a game like the ref would be like can you stop yeah yeah. and i usually would stop then, but like it would work a little bit yeah but it got to a point where i got notorious enough in the middle school field hockey league in new york (laughs) that i before i would even get on the on the thing he would walk out to every team and he would go Who's the one who
1: screams? Oh, my God. Don't do that. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: So my career ended before it could even take off <laughs> because – and here's the thing. My mm. argument forever is I would be like, I'm not breaking the rules. This is true. I in I was not hurting anyone. Yeah. I wasn't mm-hmm. even, like, fighting anyone. Yeah. I was just being – thinking outside the box.
1: You you really were. You were being innovative.
0: Exactly. And they shut that down, mm. and that's why I quit field hockey. <laughs>
1: So you're telling me if they let you scream, maybe you'd be playing field hockey here. Exactly. That is wow. what. Yeah. I think the field hockey team is missing out. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> that is such a good story. Oh, my gosh. I'm not lying. I love about that for you. That's that for you what you know what? I so my field hockey team mm. in high school, we were like one of the best field hockey teams Whoa. in Connecticut. We were very is, mediocre. Which is to say something, because if there's one thing Connecticut could do, it's play field hockey because okay. it's a very preppy state for a very preppy sport. And uh-huh. I was horrendous. Mm-hmm. Um I no, I'll give myself a little credit. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that horrendous. I was just I'm really bad at running, so I was a very slow pokey uh, <laughs> gal. Mm-hmm. But um, Defense. Oh, of course, defense. yes. Yeah, yeah. Um I had a good drive. I think I'd be a good golf player. I've mm-hmm. never played golf. But anyway. Um matter respect for that, but we had we had um we made it to the state championship three years in a row and we finally won my senior year. And it was Ooh, um, congrats! Thank you, it was an insane moment. I think we could have won the previous two years if you were on our team, if I'm gonna be honest. Um,
0: that's really nice to say, That's really true. big to hear, actually. Yeah, I think
1: if we had someone like screaming and scaring away the offense, mm-hmm. easy, easy money. There. I was
0: a midfielder, I was like meant to be wacky, like that's what oh, the position yeah, calls that's like literally like yeah. midfielders
1: just like run around and like distract <laughs> and like move the ball and exactly. like transfer it from side to side. Yeah, you know what? That's that's so appropriate Mm. um yeah and i also uh, in high school i swam and uh played tennis Mm -hmm. so it was lots of sports i okay also mm, sad to admit i wasn't technically in band in high school whoa that's Um, another like the fact that yeah we
0: learned that eric eric dixon played baritone horn and we're learning that sophie didn't play yeah. anymore at oh, all sorry. in high school. Beth, cover your ears. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I so technically I so you I've have to playing. understand.
0: Like Sophie's on the show right now because she knows a lot about basketball, but. Sophie's so involved in band and specifically tromboning she has a (laughs) necklace that has like a (laughs) you know when like people who are in the music industry and they get really far and they're like they gift themselves a very nice a very nice chain with like uh, something on it Sophie has one of those and the emblem is a trombone. I think you're giving
1: me a lot more credit. Um, <laughs> I'm just describing oh, what I've seen. Thank you for context with that. <laughs> so we're just gonna we're just gonna go a little deep dive to some mm. of my deepest darkest secrets. So, the trombone necklace it's it's not a trombone necklace. So it's um, a trombone Christmas ornament that is usually on my christmas tree um around december time (laughs) and i took it off of like the string that was holding it onto the tree and i had my mom bring it down uh when she visited me and i just put it on a chain and i'm wearing it the reason why that's still a necklace to me thank you um yeah it's it's a little creative over here Mm -hmm. i maybe i'll open an etsy shop or something yes um The reason why I have it, though, is back to, like, my trombone playing on campus. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have any interest in playing, uh, like, music or anything, you probably have ran into me at some point, because I pretty much am in every group that I can play trombone in that, like, will allow me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm in band. I'm in jazz band. Um, I'm also in the Villanova Pastoral Musicians, um, which has been my newest endeavor. Um, I was getting a little trombone burnout. Mm. I hate to admit it but I think when I'm playing all the greats do you're so right
0: why do you think Michael Jordan started playing baseball
1: yeah that is I'm like I'm like the Michael Jordan of trombone playing if you will that's a really good way to put (laughs) it some may say we have okay. There's this hype man. He's part
0: of the. <laughs> you can't start his casually okay, by saying there's this hype man, oh, as if like we, every profession we, has one of those. We
1: call him Visor Guy. He's a villain of a <laughs> football alumni. He's like head of the villain of a football alumni association, and he always has a big uh, tailgate tent for football games. <laughs> and he like yells and hypes us up, and we love him. We he loves us, and he always says we're the best band this side of the Mississippi. And I would like to argue I'm the best trombone player this side of the Mississippi. Um, and I think he would support that claim. So
0: I think my only request from you after this show is over is I need you to get that verbally confirmed mm-hmm. from him. And I will air that.
1: Okay, on it. Yeah, yeah I'll get the sound Okay. By. I'll good. call him up. Exactly. Um, why don't you just call Taylor up? Yeah, that's, that's, that's me with wiser <laughs> guy. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it, you just call Vizor, my guy up. I don't know his phone. I'm sure I can find him. No, he follow, he follows me on Twitter. There we go. <laughs> Please, Tommy, we're we're serious here. 100. Um, I don't even know what I was. Oh, so my trombone necklace. Yes, it's not an actual trombone necklace. I so for pastorals. Um, I am actually in one week from today. I will be singing at the Vatican whoa 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 um so i i dabble in the singing you don't
0: dabble in singing if you're singing at the vatican oh no i dabble in singing
1: <laughs> i by no means am a good singer i just try my is this, hardest wait
0: is this your first live performance singing ever
1: just say yes um yes well yes i sang in middle school but does that no count? that doesn't um, count So, Um, your first live performance vocally ever is going to be at the Vatican. Yeah, in St. Peter's Basilica. Pope may or may not be there.
0: Well, that doesn't even matter.
1: Good point. Good point. Yeah. Um, how did that happen?
0: So- One of my questions <laughs> on here was um, like, "What cool opportunities have you had through the band?" And we can wipe all of the basketball out of there. Go on to the Vatican. What the- <laughs> um, how the heck did that
1: happen? So, uh, Pastorals takes a trip every he- few years, a uh, pilgrimage of sorts. So it's like a Literally. performance tour. Yeah. So it's like a performance tour. I think we've done it. We usually do it through Italy, but I think we've done it through Fran- France before. So, it has like the performing aspect, also like the religious aspect, also the cultural aspect. So. Very cool opportunity. I wanted to study abroad, and COVID kind of, like, canceled my plans. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, this would be a really cool opportunity. Um, And um, I talked to my director, because I play trombone in pastoral. So um, you'll see me at the 7 p.m. mass playing trombone with my lovely brass trio. Um, There's no um church psalms there's no like catholic hymns that mm-hmm. have trombone parts because I was
0: going to say I didn't want to be rude but I was <laughs> yeah, like Yeah no it's okay think, I'm not catholic but even I couldn't really envision yeah tromboning it, happening
1: I like I love my dearest trombone and I first of all my trombone's name is Bony. she nice. uses she her pronouns Okay um, so well, the if, way if, if you that. hear me refer to bony i i promise i'm not that weird it's just like it just is it's funny and i've had bony for like 11 years i also bought bony used, so she's like old old and uh-huh. like you think by now i would like upgrade to a better trombone but at this point i've gone through so many crazy adventures with bony that i can't get rid of her makes sense um, and so um trombone is not really meant for church music and i usually how is it
0: incorporated then like how do you adapt
1: i usually play just like the bass part or tenor part for like the singers or i'll play like parts of the piano um for our concert my director sean is like writing music for the instrumentalists um and mine's part cello part piano um sometimes bass like the instrument so there's like a, a combination of um different things I do. Um, it's very much, like, on the fly, and I think that helped with my trombone burnout because, like, instead of, like, the pep tunes at games where I'm just blasting as loud as I can, and usually it's, like, a trombone-heavy part, and or, like, jazz where I, you know, jazz is obviously so different, and then we have our, like, concert music for band, and that I usually rest the <laughs> whole song because... <laughs> I mean, like concert music again. That's not always meant for trombone, and like Beth, our director, is the flautist, and so she usually gives like heavy flute and mm-hmm. woodwind parts. Um, which, like, again, they need their time to shine because usually the pep music is more trombone-heavy and low brass-heavy, mm-hmm. um, because when we're in a stadium and we need to like fill up Wells Fargo with our sound, you need the loudest instruments. That's true. That's true. And I'm a very loud instrument. And then you mm-hmm. get me in church, where like I have to be very quiet and play along with the choir, and it's it's so different. But it like it uses my brain in such a different way, and I'm usually, like, having to look at, like, weird key signatures or, like, weird timing. And I have to, like, count oddly. And then, like, sometimes I'm, like, reading, like, the treble clef part, which is, like, for higher notes. And I have to, like, bring it down a few octaves. So, like, brain isn't, like, using a totally different way. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. I played at um, Mass for Ash Wednesday by myself. Um, and it was interesting because I was playing. By yourself? Yeah. Well, so we, like, there were multiple Masses during the day. So it was, like, sign up and come when you don't have classes. Okay. And there were, like five or six singers and then me as the only instrumentalist and like (laughs) that's such a sight we had we had Sean on like the organ and the piano so um it it sounded good overall, but for me, I was like, "This is horrendous." I I was like playing the melody, like I was trying to read the part that like the trumpet <laughs> and the French horn play, and I was like, "This sounds so bad." Like as much like it's not even a skill issue. Like I can't play quiet. It like mm-hmm. damp. It like makes my trombone sound weird. But I have to play quiet because exactly. we're in church, and like I try to play like very um like smooth and legato. Yes. And I again have a hard time because like just with my trying
0: like made to be staccato. Like that's literally yeah, it's like, yeah it's. How it
1: yeah it's it's like very much it's hard not playing loud and like taking it back Mm -hmm. and being very like mellow um and so i'm i'm fortunate enough to play with two other brass players um during the regular sunday masses so we have that balance of like a trumpet and a french horn and Mm -hmm. me so like we play the different parts but we're like playing brass together Mm -hmm. so it's a lot more like uniform than just me on my own um So shout out to them. Um, That sounds excellent. And so bringing this back to
0: basketball, how besides, so you've discussed that um, you had the excellent like band excursion to the Vatican, which mm -hmm. sounds very exciting. Good luck on that and just enjoy it. But then what's the coolest place you've gone with the basketball team?
1: Oh, yeah. So, th- sorry, just to finish up on that, yes. the trombone necklace, which was the whole point, I keep, <laughs> I'm keep. i going on so many different tangents. Um, I can't bring my trombone to Italy because I didn't want to check my trombone because it could get damaged and or lost. And so I was going to bring it as a carry-on. It's too big for a carry-on. So I was like, let's try singing um so now i'm singing and i have rehearsal in like an hour um i love that i didn't actually
0: question that you were like oh i'm gonna be singing like because you the reason i know you as a as as a boner as Mm -hmm, a trombone and i just believe that the skills parried
1: yeah no and it's it's weird because i'm like obviously like because my voice is higher than the trombone plays I usually have to play um I'm I'm singing the alto part but then I play the bass part so then when I'm like listening to the music my ear automatically goes to the lower notes and I'm like no Sophie you can't hit those um so it's it's been a journey but it's it's so cool and I'm so thankful you're like the Lizzo of
0: tromboning (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know i'm the lizzo of tromboning i'm the michael jordan of tromboning i you know thank you i feel so flattered uh, no
0: because it's like she did classical
1: flouting right that's so true yeah and now she's a singer this that might so be true. your your vocalist moment uh, i think the people who hear me sing around them might disagree <laughs> well
0: um, i haven't yeah so, thank so you, i can say that I, I
1: will not sing on Oh, um, well, please do just- <laughs> I'll do my warm-ups before rehearsal. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I'm bringing the trombone <laughs> necklace. My whole idea was because I feel bad for Boney mm-hmm. um, not bringing her to the Vatican. Like a
0: mascot. Um,
1: yeah, so I'm bringing her, So my Boney Jr., if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, I have to go through the metal detector at the Vatican. How am I going to get this trombone ornament through? And I said, Ah, have it on my neck as a necklace. Yes. Because when you go through a metal detector, they don't, like, bother you about your jewelry that is if visible. Especially it's apparent. Yeah. That's yeah. also,
0: I was like, I feel like any other venue, they would be like, that's not really a necklace. We have to open that. But I feel like... It's a holy object. That's what I was going to say.
1: The I mean, Vatican the has it.
0: dozens of people walking in with the heaviest chains ever, filled mm-hmm. with very large, dangling, holy reliquaries. Adjacent
1: my trombone necklace is adjacent to, like, a crucifix, if you will. I agree. I'm, I'm so
0: sorry. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, Beth is emailing you right now saying, you are not coming <laughs> to the Vatican. This is so bad. Literally. That's they're rough. like, actually, Sophie, you're uninvited. <laughs> you can't say that
1: at the Vatican. Um. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> That's anyway, going to be like, no, Sophie's think, the Jesus Christ of trombone. I think... <laughs> I think religion, I'm a very much a proponent of, like, religion is, like, um, <laughs> however you interpret it. And I interpret my religion through playing my trombone. I'm sorry. Um, I brought Sophie on the talk about that.
0: I know. Let me talk about- <laughs> yeah, Sophie, please go on. What are your opinions on organized religion?
1: spirituality <laughs> to playing the trombone, everyone.
0: <laughs> I agree. I get the
1: most out of mass when I'm playing my trombone. And I stand by that. Um, okay. Okay. No. So anyway, a smooth <laughs> transition. My craziest place I have played my trombone at for basketball. So the coolest place I've been to is New Orleans. Well, no, they're all cool. Mm. I can't disread these cities. Um, disread meaning disrespect. Anyway, mm. oh, god. my mind was like, what That's, is? Oh she- my god. Okay, this is trombone <laughs> section jargon. So basically. <laughs> Sometimes, like, we spend so much time with each other that, like, our brains are all just, like, mushed. Mm-hmm. And we just, like, speak. And no one really understands what we're saying, but we do. Yes. And I think, like, I, like, last year. It's like teamwork. Yeah. So shout out to my former trombone players. We call we call ourselves the Bone Gang. Mm-hmm. Um, there's pr- past, present, and future Bone Gang. And so Bone Gang last year for the basketball, like. Like a big, Christmas carol. Exactly. Yes. For the big. <laughs> someone i know is scrooge and i'm not going to say it anyway um oh. mm-hmm. so okay we um we for so i'm going to talk about bungang specifically um for the basketball um season last year and because we spent so much traveling that it was like we went on like a trip for spring break together um a bunch of the band folk we kind of like hung out and then we went right into women's big east and then men's big east and then it was like there was never a time that I was at Villanova for like longer than, like, four days consecutively. Wow. Um, because it was, like, every weekend we were a new place. And it, there was, like, always, like, changing people because we bring a 29-member band when we travel. That's so many. Um, which is, like, NCAA rules. Like, we have to cut it down. Because usually there's, like, I don't know. There's probably, like, anywhere from, like, 80 to 100 of us.
0: Oh, my god! And, like, I think
1: the cutoff for, like, the Finn is, like, 75 or something. And, like, Wells Fargo is, like, mm. 60-something. Um, those numbers could be totally off. I apologize, band. Um and but I know 29 member band is what we travel with, and so because we try to we have like a whole attendance formula and like with seniority etc. to get the 29 member band. But usually we mix it up to try and give people a different opportunity to go to like the Big East, like specifically women's Big East, and then also like um, this a lot of seniors will go to men's Big East as like their kind of last hurrah, depending on their like attendance and whatever. Um, so it was always like rotating the kind of people I was with. But like the the two people I was with every single weekend were um billy and david who were the other two trombone players i was with because we brought mm-hmm. three trombones and um they are characters and a half i love them so dearly but they are like completely different personalities absolutely crazy town but i love them and so we would just like clown and there was a point where we just like would know each other's like facial expressions whatever like nonsense we were talking it was just like there was so much nonsense because we had mm-hmm. so much like weird downtime so together. so much dis- <laughs> So much disre, if you will, so disre, disrespect, but um I don't mean any disre to the other cities, but I think I've always wanted to go to New Orleans. My parents love New Orleans, they had their honeymoon in New Orleans, like Ooh, we, so much of like um we have like random like pictures of New Orleans in our home i <laughs> I also love jazz music, so I was like i that's like bucket list to go to New Orleans and I've never been um so that was cool. however, I didn't get that much time to spend in New Orleans because it was Final four, and we had like um performance after press appearance, after alumni event, after like Wow Yeah, and it it's was like crazy. that Lady Gaga
0: like you know that it's been in my head for two days, that's why I'm thinking of it. <laughs> it's this like interview quote of her being like bus club yeah yeah that That, was you that was us that was us
1: and it was like and at this point like it's the end of our postseason adventures Mm -hmm. i am so tired i am so behind in all of my classes and i you're just kind of in this like haze of like wherever beth is telling me to go i'm going (laughs) like she's like get on the bus and i'm like okay like i don't know where we're going i don't know another game game, press appearance (laughs) another game tv show like and it it was amazing like again such an amazing experience you've boned on tv so many times i this past (laughs) sound bite right there (laughs) this is so oh goodness anyway cool Um It's my future <laughs> employers. God. Good morning, um, America, even. Yeah, Good Morning America. We were on Good Morning America this past week. Um, I didn't get any screen time. Actually, just kidding. You could see me in the background. You could I see saw like that. half my face, or mm-hmm. quarter of my face. Um, you didn't hear me bone <laughs> on TV, though, because they didn't include any clips of us playing trombone. Interesting. Or playing. <laughs> the band playing not just me playing trombone <laughs> to preface all of this i i love my band dearly and i love everyone and it's a huge team effort so like as much as i'm joking about me playing trombone it's all of us and mm-hmm. i like couldn't do it without the rest of the band and our student leaders and everything that plug but um so we for like for Men's Big East, we had another um good morning America performance slash like they had a segment on us, but um, in new Orleans, it was a lot like of like local Philly stations, national stations, local new Orleans stations. And so also while we're there, it was like lots of entertainment for the other people that were there. Like literally everyone in new Orleans that week, you were walking down the street and it was like Duke fan, UNC fan, Kansas fan, Villanova fan. Like everyone was just like there for the final four because it's such a big deal. And it, so we had like, hotel lobby performances like all uh, all the big like donor alumni event performances like we had um all these like hype up they had like a pep rally thing at one of the convention centers where we're there with the other bands and their mascots and then like buick was a big sponsor and they had like a buick car that like was wrapped in like villanova like i don't know wrap it was like that's there was a big v Mm -hmm. on the car and so we like took pictures of us like pretending we were washing the car and then like for Buick and then like they were like Nike was there and like whatever other like a big sponsor of the, of the event that we were just like there at this um, is really reminding me of our NIL discussion earlier it yeah exactly like y'all so, have the potential yeah we're involved in this but again we're mm-hmm. not allowed allowed yeah so again, Aflac was there and they had the Aflac duck I have a picture of the Aflac duck wait is it a real duck oh it was a real duck It was it was like this weird cage thing, and we all like (laughs) posed around it. I oh, I can't even tell you. It was like a duck in the cage, and you just yeah wow <laughs> I, there were so many odd odd experiences but I think at this point I was so tired and so overwhelmed and like we also had these like so I if you see like the basketball team posting on their social media and they usually have like all the pictures of them that they use for like the posters for games of like them with like I don't know like fire in the background and it's all like lit up blue yes. and they look crazy and it's all so we had a photo shoot like that for the final four. Oh my goodness and it was like us playing with Wildecat and the cheer team and it was like this whole thing and they had like all the cameras rotating and the guy was like don't look at don't look at the camera don't look at the camera and i'm like how could i not look at the camera like you're literally like in like directly in front of my mm-hmm. face where am i supposed to look and then he was like you can't like zone out you have to like look like you have life in your eyes but you can't look at the camera and so it was so <laughs> difficult and then he we... said stop looking like
0: dead wake up
1: yeah this is business yeah and i'm like i'm like i'm not on i'm not a tv person <laughs> like i don't know why. and like i i started wearing sunglasses um i, think I noticed that around like san antonio so we uh-huh. What we did get was a sunglass brand reached out to us and was like, we'll send you these sunglasses. We're big Villanova fans. We're Villanova alum. And then we were like, we could take them, but we can't promote you at all. Uh-huh. But we could take this. Like, if you're sending us free sunglasses, we could take them. We can't say your brand. We can't yes. promote your brand. We can't do that on our social media. We users. can just and they were like, wear them. Yeah. And they were like, sure. Like, we love Villanova so much. Wear wow. our sunglasses. And shocked as it was, we were able to. So I... Merrim and I have been wearing those sunglasses. Um, no, no confirmation. No confirmation at all. Um, but I like that you don't say the brand even now. No, I can't. Yeah. And I mean, they're distinct enough sunglasses that, like, mm-hmm. when you search these specific sunglasses, they're, like, the first link to come up. But I they're like mirrored so you can't see my eyes mm-hmm. and I started wearing them because I would get so anxious with the tv cameras that I would look at them and you're like not supposed to look at the camera I want you to
0: know that you literally sound like a celebrity
1: like that's w- a- what can I say <laughs> <laughs> anyway
0: you, you you're like those like baby celebrities who like start wearing sunglasses all the time because yeah, they're like I got it. losing their mind I actually I actually because of the exact same reason you are I wear, you're like I have to block out the the fans the people I, I wear sunglasses
1: around campus actually and I like I have to have my hood up and like in my classes because yeah. I get recognized a that makes sense um I was actually oh my gosh I had a class I heard um, basketball players say hi to you in class oh yeah of yes. course I um I had a class last semester and it was like a communications class and we were doing a presentation or some other group in my class was doing a presentation on like college sports and like media and they had a clip from the final four and I was in the video wow um, of this clip that they were showing as part of their presentation on the whiteboard in front of my class of like <laughs> 40 people and no one knew it was me and I'm like I right, guys I'm, I'm right there like wow. Is anyone recognizing? I i could sign autographs if you want. If you want. Um and and will that up the kids' grade? Maybe. It it made me giggle a little bit because I was like, <laughs> Wow, I know I'm cool. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am...
0: made it into this economics presentation. <laughs> Um <laughs> that's yeah. so great. Um yes. while we ruminate on Sophie's fame, I'm going to do another white card. So, I think oh, we thank you. we do have to wrap up because we have 10 okay. minutes left in the studio. That sounds so think of your your last yeah. tidbit you want to share. Okay. So the, Ber- the Berwyn Indoor and Outdoor Vintage Flea Market features antiques, collectibles, vintage jewelry, and fashion, and so much more. The flea market happens every Saturday and Sunday through April from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. The Berwyn Indoor and Outdoor Vintage Village Flea Market is located at 270 West Swedsford Road in Berwyn... <laughs> Berwyn, PA. More information is available at philafleamarkets.org. Sorry, there are a lot of words there that are interestingly spelled.
1: That okay, so, so back to our special guest. So, yeah, I'll just, I'll wrap up um, mm-hmm. on basketball. So, yes. I think. <laughs> if you want. Anyway, if I want. I don't know where I'm going to go with this. Mm-hmm. Um, you are the celebrity. Uh, oh, yeah, You can't see, anywhere. I actually
0: haven't been able to look her in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> She she agreed to the interview under the cover
1: of Darkness. I'm actually, I'm actually in a separate room than talking right now. Um, I, yeah, you know. I'm just to book me. It's hard to book me. I'm, I'm glad this worked out. Talia's been trying to get me for, like, years yes. to get on her show. And yeah. finally, the date's lined up. I came up um, with the
0: show in August of last year, but I actually wanted to interview Sophie in the womb.
1: No, I think, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I actually think it's been longer than August of last yeah. year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Um... (laughs) Yeah. And to kind of highlight my fame, I'm so fortunate. <laughs> I'm so fortunate to play the trombone because if you're not familiar with the trombone, um, it's a large instrument and has a large slide that like goes out when I play. So I can't play behind people or else I will knock them out in the head. Mm. And so at the fin, I'm usually standing in the back because we're on like risers. So the trombone, I won't hit people in the head. But when we're on like floor level, I have to be in the front or else I'm going to knock someone out. Ah, so for smart. all these lovely, lovely games that I got to I was front row I'm courtside man I'm courtside get the camera right on me um which brings me to a quick fun story Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh it's um first round we so I got last year I got to travel Connecticut for women's big east um Madison Square Garden for men's big east um Pittsburgh for a round of 64-32 San Antonio for Sweet 16 Elite Eight New Orleans for final four and um New Orleans was Amazing, but also so overwhelming. Lots of appearances, and we like we couldn't talk about a lot of the press and TV appearances because like we couldn't talk about them until they aired. So oh. that was like hard because like I wanted to like post a picture of us like doing something, but we couldn't. So that was just interesting and overwhelming, and such an experience I've never had before. San Antonio, I loved because we had a lot more downtime, and I've never been to San Antonio or Texas for that matter. Um, and so that was a really cool experience. Saw the Alamo, remembered it. Ate some really great Tex-Mex food. um, Had a great time. That was probably my favorite because that we just had a lot more downtime to explore, and it was Mm, that sounds nice. It was a great uh, experience and opportunity I had um, in terms of that. Plus, like I didn't think we were going to make it that far, so like every game was like, I like to call them the cardiac cats because uh, I felt like I was going to have a heart like a heart attack. My roommate Katie, she always like checks her Fitbit during games and like shows me her like blood pressure or whatever wow. or like heartbeat. and it's That's always dedicated like, skyrocketing everybody.
0: if y'all's heartbeats are not dangerously high during a
1: villanova game are you how really much, attending yeah how much are you caring about the team no, i'm just kidding <laughs> um and then like um my old band director george he would always say um he was like in all of the years that i've been to villanova basketball games like i've been to both national championships in 18 and 16 and he's like if i paid attention during the whole game and like cared about the whole entire game i would be dead by now he's like that's why i only care about the last five minutes of the game which he has a point because so much could happen in the last that's five true. minutes that's true um and that we saw like in the big men's biggies tournament so many games were decided in like the last 10 seconds mm-hmm. um and so what does pay- the
0: band usually do during that last five minutes do you have like, like a like a final like if it's neck and neck do you have specific songs or chants or whatever you do during
1: those really high tense moments S- yes and no so we have student pep directors who like direct us and call the songs and um we have like final countdown and stuff but it's kind of like up to their um discretion and what they think is most appropriate and then also like what songs we have in our flipbook. we probably have like 40 different songs that we kind of go through and we have our like usual tunes um so it depends but i think all of us like a lot of times we don't get to play because, like, they, they won't have, like, a commercial break or whatever. Or the timeouts will be shorter. So we'll play, like, a short, which is, like, Go Cats Go or, like, Eat Em Up or, like, one of the ones um, that, if you heard, it's it's very familiar. We play them frequently during games. So those are, like, shorter songs that take, like, 30 seconds. So we could do them during the quick timeouts. Um, so that's usually – we don't have time to play, like, full songs. Mm, okay. That's,
0: um, that's all right. That's all right. And yeah. I think in our last – five minutes before we have to close out one of my favorite mini segments of take a wild guess is what have we learned today and so i'm gonna give you like a minute or two to answer what what have you learned today
1: i have learned that um kind of recounting the uh, the basketball aspect of my playing i'm fortunate to have had this opportunity because i again just play trombone very amateurly um i by no means am a professional and so i've had such cool experiences and i i think what i've learned is that like basketball is not just about the game it like also there's so many other things that go on Mm -hmm. and so like even if you're not a basketball fan you can Like find something in that you enjoy, whether it's like the music behind it, that's a great way to look at it, or whatever. Um, So I think it's like very much like there's so many other aspects to it that we like always don't think about.
0: I love that, and I think my Tallinn's teachable moment of the day is I learned that Eric Dixon used to play low baritone (laughs) horn, and I think that's equally as sentimental Mm. and touching as Mm. Sophie's much more eloquent.
1: Yeah, because I was really elo- eloquent eloquent yes, this whole time. Yes.
0: So mm-hmm. thank you all for listening to Take a Wild Guess on WXVU 89.1 The Roar. And now let me lead us out with our second national anthem. Thank you for coming, Sophie.
1: Thank you, Tolly, and thanks for having me. If anyone has any questions, you could find me. I'm around. Oh, on Twitter. Yeah, that's so important. Sauce from Boss. Or just, I'm on campus. Thank
0: you, everyone.